I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 79 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And just before you kick off the episode, please make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. If you go to our Instagram, which is Strap Season Podcast, or Twitter, which is Strap Season Pod, there's a link in the bio of both of those platforms there. And then that takes you to a nice, nice little, I guess, page where it has all of our links in terms of what platforms we're on, whether that's Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all the main ones were on there. Um, so yeah, wherever you get your get your audio or visuals, make sure you check us out, subscribe, like, leave us a review, all that good stuff. But um, let's not waste time, bro. Um, yeah, episode 79, um, boxing, the sport that keeps on giving. <laughs> It's giving us some, some good topics to talk about. Um, before, I know where you want to start. <laughs> and okay. I'm going to propose that we mm. take care of the fight that we've just seen now. Okay. So that we can yeah. say, you know, you know, you know, come in with the entree, the starter, and then we can get them, you know, the, the main course afterwards, isn't it? Um, Juicy so, stuff. Exactly. So, <clears throat> so what I'm referring to here is, obviously, we've just come off, I guess, literally just come off now, finishing watching the Lawrence Okoli card. Um, yeah, let's specifically talk about the main event. Um, the undercard had the likes of Gamal Yafai making his debut, um, mm -hmm. his pro debut. Obviously, a lot of hopes on Gamal Yafai um, due to the fact that obviously he won a gold medal at the Olympics and, you know, he beat a Cuban. He beat up a Cuban, which doesn't really happen. But um, <laughs> yeah, he won his fight convincingly, stopped his guy. Imagine, this was this was his debut, right? Uh, so coming straight off the amateurs, straight into a 10-rounder. You know, usually yeah. you come in with a four-rounder, six-rounder, but obviously they, they're really trying to push this guy quick. So he's going with, a, you know, a 10-rounder for one of a minor, like the diamond belts or whatever, and he's, he's blasted out his Mexican guy in four, in four rounds. So yeah, shout out to Gamal Yafai. Definitely going to keep an eye. Yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on. Um, there's a lot of high hopes on this guy, and he, he looks the real deal. But yeah, let's talk about the main event. Let's go straight to the main event. Lawrence O'Coley defending his WO cruiserweight title against Michael Cheslak. Chis I'm not sure how you say it, but um, but yeah. Um, what's how, how do we start with this one? Um, it's gone the full 12. Mm. Um, I think for me, if I give my thoughts on it, O'Coley got the W. Expectedly got expectedly got you got the W, right? Um, but for me, right, this performance from O'Coley. I, I, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm a big fan of Okoli. I'm trying to be harsh, right? I just feel like it was a bit of a regression. A bit of a regression from his previous outings, his last two or three outings, I feel like. In the sense that from what Okoli's been doing recently, obviously we know he's very raw and he's still got a lot to learn, etc. Um, and he's improving reach fight. But ever since he moved with Shane, you know, he sort of shacked up with Shane McGuigan and he became his head trainer. Uh, we've seen a Coley, I guess, get more on his boxing in terms of knowing how to utilize his obvious body and skills, his length and whatnot. So under Shane, we see him stepping back more, finding his range better, 
and not smothering his own work and smothering his opponent, etc. Um, that's what we, I've gotten used to seeing with him in those last couple of fights with Shane McGuigan. And you can see the proofs in the pudding, isn't it? But I feel like this fight was kind of a throwback to the Okoli of old. Unfortunately, it was it, the scrap, the fight was quite scrappy. Um, very messy fight, hard to hard to ref even. Um Akoli, every time he would attempt to throw combos. <laughs> if the combos didn't land or if he if he got caught, he would go back to his old, I'm gonna grab grab my guy, lean on him, wrestle him, etc. So yeah, it was it was quite an ugly fight to watch. I do think he got the W clean clearly, like it wasn't any doubt about that. And he actually he hurt his opponent in round one and also dropped his opponent in round five. So yeah. he was dominating. But um, I just feel like it just wasn't... I wanted to see something a bit more refined from him. He's on a path right now, showing his refinement, keeps showing that progression on the refinement. This was a bit of a throwback to his old days, unfortunately. So yeah, it wasn't the best performance from him. Um, I, I I feel like he was... I don't know if he... Obviously, this is his first time headlining, I think. This is his first headline. Is this his first headline card in London? I'm not sure. I'm, sure. I'm sure he headlined. Or did he headline his against title, his, his title fight? Oh, right. Okay. Where he won the title. He right. Okay. Like okay. Cool. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm guessing he might not. Yeah. Know, but... Maybe I can't remember to be honest. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if nerves played a part, whatever. Or he was eager to put on the show, especially in that first round when he hurt his opponent. A few times he hurt this guy, and instead yeah. of stepping back to sort of take your time to get him out there and set up an offense to get this guy out of there. He would come in and start throwing wild haymakers, trying to look for the big shot to try and get this guy out of there. Wasn't really jabbing every time he hurt the guy. Instead of setting up his work with the jab, he would look for the big shot. So I think I feel like he was a bit over eager, I guess, to impress and almost over aroused to get his guy out of there every time he hurt. Because everyone, I think, expected him to flatline this guy in a couple of rounds. So maybe that played a part. But um, yeah, like I said, he got the W. So that's all that matters, to be honest. And it was a deserved win. But yeah, it wasn't the best performance from him. What were, you, what were your thoughts towards how Coley handled this opponent? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think, I can't remember the last time he was out, um, but he won it quite convincingly. The time before that, I think mm. we praised him super heavily. The fight, he won his title. Yeah. That's the best performance we've seen from him. Yeah. This one was a bit, yeah, it's like, it, it was more similar to the, like, the Matty Askin fight and the, the Isaac Chamberlain, Chamberlain. fight. Where there was there was a, a lot of clinches, and to be fair, it's it's, it's a bloody effective start. He's he's a villainous fighter. He's, I said to you, man said call him villainous. This style is villainous. He's villainous, he, He is going to be bloody hard to beat. So hard to beat, bro. No one's beating him because <laughs> it, it, no, that start where he he'll let he'll jab he'll jab he'll jab. As soon as the distance, you you try to get off your work. He straight into you, clinches you up, wraps you up, or he'll and he's do his one you, two. So he'll do his one two, get off his work, clinch you up, wrap you up, and you're not you're you're not gonna best him in that. You're not you're, you're not gonna be able to get because he's so long and rangy. Yeah. When he does his one two, when he does his jabs, you're not gonna out jab him. Yeah. And he just wraps you up immediately, so he gives you no time to get off your work. He's straight into you with his shoulders, straight into you with his arms. He's holding you. And it's it's bloody like you say, bloody effective because if you're yeah. just gonna throw the jab and the one two. And he's got power, so if he hurts you, he's going to try and get you out of there. <laughs> Where are you going to find your openings? Yeah. Unless, until he moves up to heavyweight and he faces classy opposition and people who can hit harder than the cruiserweights. Well, yeah. a lot of cruiserweights can bang as well, to be honest. But 
He's gonna, yeah, I think he's gonna clean up this division. Brother. And he's, he, he's not he, gonna he, look he, good doing it. Let's not forget, it won't look good. It will, he like I, I think I said it. I said he's gonna he, he's gonna win all the belts in this division and it will look horrid, but it'll be too effective. You can't do anything about it. And even tonight, he was getting caught today, but I knew from this from the jump, this guy couldn't hurt him. As in this <laughs> this guy was catching him, but it, it just wasn't there was just you could see when there's no effect on the punches, like but yeah, it, it's 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 how you can't beat that star. You can't. And let's be real. You can't even hate it too much because Mayweather had a villainous star. Let's be, yeah. let's be real. Mayweather's star was villainous. From, like, the Word villainous is killing me here, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it turns people... I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. don't like it. Yeah, So don't. People didn't, people didn't like Mayweather's star. Yep. They said he's boring, he runs. Mm-hmm. But bloody effective. The game is hit and not get hit. Mm-hmm. And you do whatever you can to not get hit. Yeah. And that's either... That's controlling the distance, essentially. Mm-hmm. Apart from having your guard up, that's either stepping away or stepping into them so they can't get off the work. Yeah. And Cody's stepping into these guys every single time. He's stronger than them. He's, he's raging than them. He just <laughs> wrestling them up. Yeah. And in fact, we can't even hate him. Let's give him the credit in terms of, obviously, we're giving him the credit. Yeah. But this guy's never been troubled. Never. He's never been Never troubled. been wobbled. <laughs> never been shook. Nothing. Never yeah. looks like, oh... Oh, Cody's in a in a hard fight here. Yeah, he's he's going through the levels and beating all these guys the same way. Yeah, he's making them look all the same. Yeah, um, like, I want to give credit to his opponent as well because yeah, yeah, go on. I, th- I think obviously, I think we all expected the usual Cody banging him out in a couple of rounds, and after that first round when he hurt him and he tried to get him out there, you're thinking, yeah, this guy's food. Um, this opponent was tough. A lot, obviously, I I didn't know much about him, and he had a bit of a reputation of being someone that's quite good, better than his last couple of Polish opponents that he's taken care of. But um credit to him because he showed heart in there. He got hit with some big shots and he got hurt a couple of times and he he was he was game. Very, very game, very rugged as well. Um I, I know he was frustrated with the whole tying up and everything because the amount of rabbit punch throughout yeah, the amount of rabbit rabbit punches he got off on this this fight, I have no idea how. I mean like how the referee didn't penalize him once or take a point off him once. He was hitting him to the back of the head constantly every time they clinched this guy was hitting the coil to the back of the head and the referee didn't take no points off. Um, but I know that was frustration because he could not get his work off properly, cleanly. Like, a coil, you would never get your work off against. I was laughing, man, because <laughs> the way I think it was even in the, the final round, we were laughing because, like, a coil, he's tried for the combo, <laughs> quick little flurry. He's got caught straight away, grabbed him off. <laughs> and this hurt. guy's wrestling with his. Curly weren't even hurt, but yeah, he he veered away from his staff a second and through he ready through combos. Especially in that fight, he was ready for a combos. He tried to yeah. let off a combo and exchange mm. with my man, got caught and for mm. duck switching right back, <laughs> went straight back to the kitchen of the one two. Yeah, uh, oh, it's crying, crying, but yeah, yeah it was funny, effective. Yeah, it's 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 very very effective and um and like yeah. you're praising his opponent, this guy in the journey, man. He's not. He's a live opponent. Yeah, this, this guy's a top top ten ranked um, yeah. cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. Might even be top five. Yeah, this one. This one a mandatory was it? I think it might be number three. It, or, or no, number I think I think the the, the, the um, commentators mentioned that it wasn't mandatory. Okay, it's a mandatory. Yeah. You see, that's it's, yeah. it's mandatory. So yeah, it's, this is a decent opponent, and we know who he's after. But they don't. They don't want to see him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about obviously who he's after. The main person he was after was at, was at, was ringside today. Um, pulled up, he's pulled up rocking the Mario costume. Um, 
look, it's funny because they ask Akoli, oh yeah, Maris is here. What do you think of um of, of fighting Maris next? And Akoli said, oh, he looks like a clown, and I'm going to show him that. <laughs> I'll show him that he is a clown. But obviously, they brought him up to the to the apron, obviously, because he was ringside. And um, yeah, I think Maris said you know, he entertained that fight. He said he was on, he was up. For, I think Maris has got a fight in Australia next. And then afterwards, he said, yeah, he was looking, he's happy to get it on in London with a with a Coley. Um, yeah, I, I want a Coley to get that fight as soon as possible. Um, Mar- Maris turned up in a Mario costume because of his little back and forth with the pool, the pool brothers. Um, he spent all this time trying to call them man out. Um, he needs to focus on Lawrence because Lawrence is coming for him. And Lawrence, I think, is going to bang him out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the rest of the division. Like, like we said, Lawrence is going to clean up this division, honestly. I don't see any of them stopping him. It won't look pretty. It won't be easy on the eye for the most part. Um, but yeah, he's going to be so effective and they won't be able to deal with him. He's too big, too strong. Um, yeah, man. Too effective, too efficient with it. <laughs> Let's even say too smart. He's too smart to be... Mm. You know, some people want to engage in a war and yeah. happy to take shots, to give shots. Nah, he's not trying to, he's not trying to take punishment. He's not trying to eat shots. Mm. He's gonna do his thing and he's gonna win the fight. Yeah, yeah. So fair play to him. I like what Shane McGregor was te- because obviously we could hear the corner word from Shane McGregor. He was given the right advice, in my opinion, in terms yeah. of Lawrence. You know, you just take a step back. You're too you're smothering your own work. If you take a step back and behind the jab, you'll see that you you will be you'll be more official with your punches and whatnot. And at the end of the fight, the post the post fight interview as well, Shane reiterated that he thought that Lawrence was a bit too a bit. He, he kept stepping in too much. And he wanted to just take a step back a bit more. So obviously, yeah, he's aware, obviously. And I guess he's got a vision of where Lawrence wants to be. And we've seen it from Lawrence before. We've seen him boxing that way from range. And he's looked devastating. But um, yeah, just this time he got dragged back into, maybe the, the, the opponent probably helped. The opponent probably dragged him into that sort of war kind of thing and or that sort of type of fight. And he was happy to oblige. He was like, boy, you want to fight? <laughs> if you don't fight this way, this, this is my bag. <laughs> You're doing this. Yeah. this is calm. But um, yeah, no, we have seen the ability, and I wanted to see that from him in terms of that style, what Shane wanted, because obviously mm. I think that's progression for him. But yeah, who are we to say? Look, if you keep winning, you keep winning, regardless. He can fight in that way, the Shane way, and knock his guys out. We can fight in this way and still knock his guys out, regardless. He's going to win. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like you say, Shane was saying the right thing. Everything I, I was thinking at the time, yeah. Shane was saying. So yeah. I was like, he's, he's got the right advice in the corner. Obviously, had AJ and Israel Desanya in the cut as well. Obviously, yeah, walking him out. <laughs> big flex, big flex. <laughs> AJ on the side, I was killing me. I was a- doing all these cowboy a- shadow boxing. AJ was in the ring with him. Very <laughs> <laughs> animated at the side. Like, Trust. Like he wanted to get in the ring. Trust. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, the, the source, the, the train, um, it keeps going. It, it's roaring on, man. Um, yeah, I can only see, I can only envision just Ws and cleans up Cruiserweight. Funny, actually enough, actually, they did say something about, they mentioned about him struggling to make weight. Yeah, but they, they, apparently he was, yeah. Um, that's what they're looking to unify quickly, 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 because from what they was implying, or Shane was implying, you know, it was a tough camp in terms of getting him down to size for the, obviously the cruiserweight limit. So, um, doing up rap, rap videos <laughs> <laughs> and holidays and, 
and chains and all this stuff. Trust. Hey, even the way you saw big bust down on it, big bust down chain on everything. Like he's enjoying, man. Um, since he got that first rolling. Trust. <laughs> um, so yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently it was quite tough to make the weight this camp. Um, so that's something to look out for. Obviously, we know he said he wants to go to heavyweight, but yeah, it seems like they're looking to move into heavyweight as quick as he can, which is why he's chasing these fights for unifications at cruiserweight. Um, I still feel like he's not ready for heavyweight yet. Um, I still think just focus on on what's in front of you in this division. But yeah, if the weight is starting to become an issue, then boy, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I won't give credit to him, to be fair. I agree. I don't think I don't think the landscape of heavy, heavyweight is ready for a Cody to step into because there's lack of opportunity, really. But um, yeah. Like if he grabs a few more belts, he can go up and like immediately challenge kind of thing. Yeah. But now he, he almost have to work his way up kind of thing. Mm. But um, he's someone who we have to give credit to. He's ducks no one. Anyone people say he should fight or put in front of him, all these British level rivals, he's washed all of them. He smokes yeah. He smoked them, in fact. So he's one that's, I know he'll get to heavyweight and he won't shy away from fighting anyone. It won't so, be any politics. Yeah. He'll get in the ring with anyone. He's been doing that in how many fights? Apart, apart from AJ. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big bro. That's a, that's, that's a bro. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I just wanted to shout at the fact that there's no one where itching to see him fight that said, oh, yeah. why isn't he fighting this guy? Because he's, he's done that. Isaac Chamberlain, people said it was too early. He was like, nah, let's do it. It was, but yeah, he did it and he yeah. won. So. Yeah. Yeah, like that could have been marinated, but he beat him. Askin yeah. said, "Ah, oh, maybe beat him." All these other guys, Wadi Kamacho, beat him. Yeah, yeah. So he's been doing his thing, and I think he'll keep doing his thing once he cleans up the division. Then move up, hopefully, mm. if he still can. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, shout out to Lawrence, man. Good W. Um, definitely this year. Hopefully, we see a unification. A cruiserweight unification. Hopefully, Spirit. If it's not Bradis, then yeah, Gumalariano or Makabu. Everyone, they're all free. So yeah, um, TV Maris is the only one that's really talking his name. I think I don't think the other two have really mentioned him. But well, after Mo- what we announced last week, after Canelo's agreed that two fights. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, even Hearn said that uh, if if not if they can't get Maris this year, then yeah, they'll look towards Makabu or Gumalariano. He even said that oh, Makabu is now. Got, he said Maccabi's now free, so <laughs> it should be it should be no issue, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I I, I want to see at least one unification from him this year, at least one, and then obviously maybe next year take the other two. But yeah, he's got to get the ball rolling this year. I feel like, and yeah. um, yeah, these other men are free, so boy, let's get it. <laughs> um, cool. Let's um, let's let's talk the let's talk the things on what we're really here for. <laughs> um yeah man yesterday we were we saw Josh Taylor put all his bots on the line in Scotland against Jack Catterall his mandatory challenger <sighs> man 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 you can tell by the way I'm saying it's, it's a lot it's a lot this one's a lot man um I think in the space of 10 seconds we've seen the upset of the year turned into the robbery of the year and the sad part is bro I could see it coming I smelt it I knew it was coming I absolutely knew it was coming um but before we get my breakdown of it because you know it, it was a good fight yeah really good fight yeah and you know me yeah. with, with a good fight I would always like to run it back the next day 
Yeah. But I couldn't bring myself to run this one back because I was so <laughs> disgusted on the outcome. So mm. I know it's fresher in your mind, Flores. You, mm. Yeah, recently we watched well, yeah. So it's more fresher in your mind. So yeah, I want you to start on just your overall thoughts on this one, how it played out, etc. 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 Don't hold back either. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I can't hold back. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll pick up from where we left off last week in terms yeah. of what we said. We said mm-hmm. Carroll hasn't fought at this level. Um, Taylor's fought a much higher level. And what his last six fights, his, his opponents are like 130, you know, that he's been. Yep. So he's been taking people's own. So he's been snatching them. Yep. And he's a proven fighter. Carroll's fought at a lower level. And much, much lower, my ad. Much, much lower. lower, yeah. Yeah. His best friend, we, we said, was O'Hara Davis. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's looked good. And I think we, we said, even if it's a close fight, Taylor will get it. This wasn't even a close fight. <laughs> From round one, Cattle has boxed this guy's head off. The jab has been brilliant. Ooh. The one-two was, was, was sharp. And he was controlling the distance. He too would step into Taylor when Taylor would try to engage. And Taylor wouldn't even, Taylor's jab was non-existence almost. He would, he would, try, he would try to jump in. And what Carroll would do was just dip his shoulders in and go right into his chest yeah, and wouldn't yeah, get off his yeah. work. And he was he was doing this beautiful shoulder roll. It was not oh. even beautiful. It, 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 was, it wasn't like a Mayweather shoulder roll, but it, the shoulder roll was effective. Very he effective. Was shoulder roll, he was shoulder yeah. rolling in there, but he wasn't trying to pose with it. Yeah. He was doing it at the right time and doing it effectively. And it, and it was... Taylor looked lost. Round one, he's, he's, he was catching him one-twos and then controlling distance. Taylor wasn't landing much. Same thing, round two. And he was catching him clean. Onto round three, same thing. Taylor looked lost. He didn't know what he was doing. He had no game plan. He didn't rate him, it looks like. He didn't rate him at all. Mm. Now, bro, I gave, I gave Carroll the first six rounds straight. Yeah, okay. Out, it was the same thing. Out of interest, how many rounds did you give Josh Taylor in totality for this fight? Do you, Sorry, rem- do you remember? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it fresh in my mind. <laughs> yes. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my scorecard and I'll tell you what rounds I gave. Okay. I, I gave the fight 117, 109. 109. 109. And I took, including uh, all the including all the, the point deductions. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the point deduction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. Had, <laughs> he had two point deductions, two no, yeah, two point deductions in round eight and round eleven. Was it two so in round eight? Yeah, no, yeah, he had a knockdown. Sorry, the knockdown. Knockdown, yeah, yeah. So he had a knockdown yeah, and then a point deduction. Yeah, yeah. And then a point deduction. Yeah. So ten eight rounds, and then obviously point deductions are ten eight rounds in round eleven. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The only rounds I gave him were nine and ten. And in round ten, that's when Carroll had a point deduction. So that's yeah. a ten eight rounds to Taylor. Yeah. Round seven was a close round, and I actually gave that a 10 10 round. That could that that was a swing round for me, it could have gone either way. But I don't okay. think either fighter got enough work. It was a lot of clinching, it was a very messy round. Yes. Um, so the max, once again, I like to do this if I'm going to caveat, the max I could potentially give Taylor is four rounds. Yeah. So maybe, maybe round 12. I didn't think you won it. Maybe round three, I think, as well. Yeah. Maybe. The rest, I can't give him any more than four rounds. So I gave him two rounds, one 10-10 round. And it, honestly, the story of the fight was just Catwell piecing him up. Taylor might try and get off some good work. Catwell will respond immediately with his work. He'll catch him. 
he got he, he looks <laughs> bro. He didn't look like the tailor either. He looked lost. He looked he looked terrible. He looked terrible. I'll be so real. He got outdone in every aspect, bro. Outboxed, outfought, mm-hmm. um, out yeah, outfought and outfought. <laughs> like yeah. He got out, out everything, out everything, man. It was it was peak. It was a demolition yeah. job on on behalf. He boxed out of his skin. I want to proper big up Jack Catterall because we said levels, 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 and we said levels are the reason why he probably won't win this fight. That. Josh's overwhelming favorite because of levels. No one expected, even us, no one, anyone in boxing expected Jack to step up like that. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I've always said he's a good, he's a good boxer. We didn't yeah. say he was, we said he was good, but levels, you can't go from a horror Davis to peace up Josh Taylor. Yeah. Like that. Who, who pieced up Jose Ramirez, who was unreal, <laughs> who beat yeah. Regis Progre, deservedly so, like, Bruh, how? how? I c- you know what? You know what it is. I think I, I might have said it on, on the pod last week, and it's 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 a similar thing. You never know how good an undefeated fight is until they prove have a chance to prove it at that level. Yeah, you never you you yeah. never really know if they've been fighting at a lower level and winning. Yeah, you never really know how good they are until they get a chance to actually prove it at the higher level. But and naturally, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear that. But naturally, as someone making predictions and whatnot. You're going to yeah. go for the guy that's proven, right? That's just yeah. logic. You've seen this guy operate at this level comfortably many times. He's cleaned up the division. Naturally, obviously, you're going to go for that guy, especially on the tools as well. Taylor's a bigger man, mm. longer, probably carries more power or was supposed to carry more power, supposed to have a better chin, all that kind of stuff, right? So you're thinking all the tools are in Josh Taylor's favour for a clinic. Um, I said, though, shades of Tiafimo. It happened to Tiafimo. We were so sure that levels, Cambosis won't be able to match it. And then Tiafimo, we saw what happened. And I'm watching this thinking, this is deja vu here. The, the unheralded challenger who was supposed to be levels below the, the champion is piecing up my man. Perfect game plan from round one. What I, I was saying from round one, I love what Carroll was doing here. Because in round one, that's when he landed the two big left, the two big left left-handed shots. Within 30 seconds. Within 30 <laughs> seconds. And if you know, every time Josh Taylor will try and shoot and try to throw a punch, instantly, Carroll was looking to counter with the left hand. Yeah. No, no hesitation. Bang. Instantly. Um, beautiful, be- absolutely beautiful, uh, beautiful performance from, from Jack Carroll. Um, like you said, Taylor was lost, bro. From when he, start- he started, on- he started on the-, on the jab at first. I think by round three, that jab was gone. He'd given up with the jab. He was just trying to walk my man down and Swing wildly and just left. And, and every time he was trying to walk around and hit the big shot, he would just get he would just get counted each time. It was embarrassing. It was it was it was peak. He looked terrible. Um, yeah, man, what a performance from Jack Hartwell, man. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I thought, wow, Taylor's getting and then obviously the knockdown as well. First time yeah. Taylor's ever touched canvas. I said, wow. Yeah, I said, I said, this guy's head's gone. Like he looked rattled. Like, don't forget, don't forget as well, flows. This is his homecoming. Oh yeah! In front of his home fans, do you know how peak that is? He was getting boxed up by round eight. It was a rep. It was honestly, it was a rep. Yeah, Catwell's punch selection. He wasn't just throwing. He wasn't just a jab and a one-two. He was catching him with uppercuts, going to the body every time he was throwing. He was, he was like finding gaps in or holes in Taylor's defense. Yeah, he was catching him with whatever shot he wanted, whatever shot he was throwing. Mm. <laughs> 
uppercuts to the body, jabs to the body, jab one, two. He was cooking him, man. His footwork, he was getting out of danger. He was stepping in, into him. Yeah, he boxed out of his skin, like you said. But, uh, Taylor looked like, I mean, Carroll looked, looked like the boxer, the one that had all the skills, all the... Even the way he was controlling the distance was surprising to me, bro, because I've seen Taylor be a master at that, at, yeah. you know, controlling the distance and knowing when to come in and fighting on the inside and stepping out, especially as Taylor is a lot taller and rangier. But I was just shocked at how good Carroll's timing was, how he was able to control the distance, win the battle of the jabs. Yeah, comp- just a master, master, masterful performance. And I will say this, I do think towards the second half of the fight, Carroll did slow down. Taylor was able to, I guess, rough his way into it. But even though he did slow down, I think I think by round eight, to be honest, Carroll was shattered. He was knackered. But he already got enough in the bank for me to be like, okay, this fight's... Like, for, for me to say Josh Taylor wins this fight, he needs a KO. I think by round eight, I said, he needs a KO. There's nothing's going to stop him from winning. Even if he wins his next four rounds, Carroll was tight. You know, he's starting to tire and he's looking to spoil, even though it's towards the latter, the latter half of the fight. He was, Carroll was one that was looking to clinch and spoil, I guess, Taylor's work. I think that was just purely fatigue, but it doesn't matter. He's got enough in the bank. And even if he was spoiling, doing spoil tactics, he was still able to fire back combos sometimes and catch Taylor. Like he wasn't like fully negative. He was still countering him at times and engaging with him when he had to. So, um, yeah, it was just... um, yeah, by round eight, man, it was over for me. It was done. I think by round eight, I said, yeah, he needs a KO. If there's no KO, it's, it's a wrap here. But... Honestly, at one point, I was thinking, nah, stop this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a beatdown, so... It, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't stopped no, down, I mean, but... Taylor, obviously, Taylor was still, obviously... Fair play to Taylor, a lot of heart. He wasn't going to... He tried to, I guess, fight back and... make. He did make it competitive towards the end, and he, you know, he was looking to press the action and whatnot. But I just feel like Carroll was way too cute in there and he'd already got enough in the bank round-wise that it was too late for Taylor, no matter what he did. Unless, unless he hurt my man and at least scored at least like a couple knockdowns or a knockout, there was no chance of him on paper winning this fight. But yeah. boxing stinks, unfortunately. And you start seeing the signs. Because when I say I smelt the robbery was coming. It always happens, yeah. When the referee, because the referee, yeah, was, to me, I, I tweeted, I said, on the account, I said, this referee is itching to take a point away from Jack Carroll. He is gagging for it. And then I think a minute later, we see the referee admonish Carroll and take a point off, I think, for excessive holding. I think it was. I think it was excessive clinching, right? Yeah. Even though they were both initiating clinching, the clinching was both of them. It wasn't yeah, it was all Carroll. <laughs> hella clinches. It was hella clinches, but both of them were initiating. It wasn't just Carroll. Taylor was doing his fair share as well. As well, But I knew this. I was looking at the referee. I said, this referee is looking to take a point. He did. That's why I said, uh-oh. Why is it when there's always a robbery, <laughs> we see the referee do, do a dodgy point deduction? Boy. And to be fair, the referee did square it up because he took a point away for Josh, I think, in the 11th round, when I think out of frustration... After the bell, well, Josh Taylor claims he was patting him to say "well done," but it looked like he You're threw right. a chip shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He tried to proper, he, he tried to PR his way out of him. He said, "Nah, the referee shouldn't have taken the point there." I was saying "well done" to him, but to me, it looked like, "Boy, you've just beat me up in that round. I'm frustrated. I'm going to hit you after the bell." But um, 
yeah, even though yeah, he squared it up, but still, that point deduction from the ref on Carroll's behalf, to me, left a bad taste in my mouth. And I thought to myself, boy, they might rob this guy, you know. I really hope they don't rob him because this is a performance of a lifetime. But, bro, we know the drill. We know boxing. We know boxing very, very well. We've been here before, been there, done that. We sort of know how it operates. Hometown fighter who also, they're prepping to move up a division and challenge guys like Terence Crawford, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We could smell it coming. So when it's come to the 12th round and the bell's gone, the first thing I've said is, I smell robbery here. I can't lie. And then obviously the scorecards I've read out. I think the first one had it 113-112 in favour of Catterall. I think it was. And then the second scorecard had it, was it 117-111 in favour of Josh Taylor? Was it 117? I think it was 117-111, but something wide. Something wide, yeah. I said, yo, (laughs) why boxing? You'd be right to do it again. And then the last scorecard, I think, again, had it 113-112 in favour of Taylor. And still... And I said, yeah, boxing's cooked. Boxing is finished. <laughs> that is that is shocking. This is already this is rubber of the year. I don't think anything's beating this. Nothing's going to be We said if if Carol won, he'll be upset with the year. This is rubber of the year. Facts. He won, he, he won convincingly. Won even won even a close fight. I'm not hearing it. Shocking. I'm getting annoyed again. <laughs> I didn't watch it live and everyone was messaging me and I was like, yo. And I was getting, I was angry without even watching the fight. I was getting angry. What did I send you? I sent you the punch stats, right? About how... I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to print. <laughs> I didn't even want to uh, look. I was, I was fuming. I think they, well, Catterall's thrown, basically, he's landed double, basically, what Josh Taylor's landed, basically. And um, or something, I think, yeah, they said Taylor 33%, uh, 33% landed. Carroll 46% landed. So he's outthrown him and outlanded him at a higher clip. But somehow Josh Taylor is leaving with his belts. And we know why, unfortunately. Um, there's no there's, there's no beating around the bush, man. Boxing's corrupt. It's a horribly corrupt sport, unfortunately. And, you know, we, we posted the Teddy Atlas clip. The, t- the fighters are the ones that get jerked. Jack Catterall has been waiting for this for two years. We can't forget that he stepped aside so that Josh Taylor can go fulfill his dreams. So that Taylor can go wrap up with the vision so that he can then fight. And obviously, I think COVID and whatnot played a part in the injury. Obviously, Josh Taylor had an injury. This fight was delayed. It should have happened before. But the point is, he took two years out of his career to allow this fight to happen. He's trained his ass off clearly, as you saw from the performance worked his ass off and he's been jerked just like that, just by three guys, three judges yeah. who are in the pocket of whoever, top right, I don't know, I don't want to point fingers, but boy, shocking, man, shocking decision. I, I feel sick for him. I feel sick for him. Yeah. Because obviously Josh Taylor said no rematch. I, you, I'm you not know, surprised. This, this, the magnitude of this fight, this ain't just like, ah, uh, an undercard where he's been robbed. This was for Undisputed. This all is every four belts. All the marbles. People, everyone wrote him off and he went in there and done it. He went in there and done it. He, he won that fight. He battered him. And it, I saw I saw a tweet, I think maybe Chris Lloyd tweeted it. It's like, remember when Man United beat Arsenal 8-2? Yeah. 
And then that's like three people at the end of that match saying, nah, Arsenal won. <laughs> Arsenal won it. <laughs> and it, and that's, that's the Champions League final. That's mm. how bad it is. A champion. Yeah. He won it convincingly. And then three... three so guys, deserved. Just say, three guys, well, guys say no. And Andre Ward, of course, as well. I don't know what he saw. But I, we always cook him. I, I would say, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's coming too common now. Andre, you're, you're, you're one of my guys, a goat in this thing. But every scorecard, I disagree with you. I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I, he come out and also said that Taylor won the story of the fight. <laughs> I can't believe it. That old chestnut. Uh, that old chestnut. And then Carl Frock, good old Carl, um, he's then tweeted, oh, yeah, as the challenger, you can't take the last four rounds off and let the, let the champion come into it, etc. Last four rounds, especially, you know, you've got to close the show properly. And I'm thinking, how can you tweet that? What kind of what kind of tweet is that? That means nothing. Yeah, that's what, what boxing, bro. What, what if he's got eight? What if he's got eight rounds in the back? <laughs> we took the part, but you can't take four, you can't take the last couple of rounds off. If if yeah, you can, <laughs> my man's got eight rounds. He could do what he wants. <laughs> Just don't get knocked out. That's not, that's not my round card. That's, 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 that's not how boxing scored. <laughs> Man, he just wants to be controversial. I will say, you know, going into the fight, like, obviously, we've seen the gloves are off. Yeah. And the whole time, like, we, we, we know how Josh Taylor comes. He comes aggressive as hell. Yeah. But I was, I was thinking, Carol's look, looking calm and focused there, you know. Cool, calm and, he, and composed. He's not being rattled. He's mm. not being overawed. He, he looks focused. And each time, as I'm watching this and I'm watching the build-up, I'm thinking, yo, Josh Taylor's going to kill this dude. Yeah. Then I... I was always tweeting it because you know they had a little cash in it the way in where yeah, well, grab, he grabbed his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this guy might he might have just secured himself a hellacious ass whooping. Then I paused. Well, I was like, you know what? Cattle seems so focused and so chilled yeah. that he might come in here and make this an actual fight. We might see something here. But I was like, let me wait and see. Let me because yeah. <laughs> I was like, the whole time I thought just saying he's gonna watch this dude. And, yeah. Or I was telling people the best thing we'll see is a close fight. Yeah. But Taylor would win a close fight. Yeah, I think a guy like Catwell just has Taylor's number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, after seeing that, I think a guy like Taylor, Catwell, just has Taylor's number. But it was apparent from the first round, from the first 30 seconds, when he landed that counter shot, I said, "Ooh, that was really nice." Like Tate, Josh Taylor's time, everything was off from that first round. And then he himself, I think he himself knew he was losing rounds. And he just decided to skip boxing completely and just look for the knockout, look for the big shot. It was so uncharacteristic from him because we've seen this guy come off the back of, you know, beautiful boxing and he could, you know, Josh Taylor, he's a dual threat. Like he can box, he can stand back and box or he can, you know, be in a pocket and scrap with you. But yeah, man, he just completely, like, all the fundamentals went out the window with him. He tried, he started chasing the big shot, wasn't jabbing anymore, loading up on one big shot. And against a sick counterpunch like Catterall, that's not gonna, that's not that's not gonna get it done. Um yeah, it was a really like bad performance from Josh. He really was like he was better against Regis. We saw how good he was against Regis. And against Jose Ramirez, it looked quite easy for him. He was he, yeah, he was completely out of whack. I, I don't know how. Um I think he probably was overlooking Jack Carroll. He said he wasn't, but I'm going to be honest. Up until this fight, it was all talking about Crawford, Crawford, Crawford and 147. 
Um, you talk about Tank. And Tank as well. I, I don't think he really anticipated Catterall to be this good at all. And just like Tiafimo did, I think he was had his eyes on the bigger prizes, the bigger bags. Um, boy, if he faces Crawford, he gets knocked out in five. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, he doesn't want to fight Terence Crawford. I promise you that. He doesn't want to fight Terence Crawford. He doesn't want to fight him. Uh, I, 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 I'm trying to find reasons for that bad performance. Maybe he looks, people say he looked strained at the way in. Yes, that's, 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 yeah, no, a number of reasons have come out. Like, obviously, yes, looking forward to other fights, struggling to make 140, even though he did say that he made it okay. He said it wasn't too much of an issue, but yeah. Um, I think another excuse, what excuse was or reason was, obviously, he was super tight from round one. I was saying that he needs to settle down. He looks mad tight. Maybe the, I guess, homecoming, all the pressure on him, that expectation of him being undisputed and, the fact that he's expected to wash Jack Catterall, not just beat him, but to wash him. I guess apparently all that pressure obviously kind of broke him. And that's why he was so off in the night. I don't care for any of the excuses. Maybe, maybe, bro, maybe that's all true. But to me, it doesn't matter to me though. He lost. He lost. And yeah. Catterall should have the belts. Simple. But you're saying, like, take, take away this fight. They say this fight did happen. You think Crawford washes him in... Five? Or is it because of this fight? I mean, definitely off the back of this fight. But I always thought Crawford was going to wash, not wash, not wash. Yeah. But I always thought Crawford, in fact, yeah, I'll, yeah not wash him. I think washing is a, bit, is a bit heavy. But I've always been mad confident that Terence Crawford was going to beat Josh Taylor. Yeah. I didn't, I've never I, had any, like, obviously people talk about that matchup and stuff. I don't even, I don't even want to, I don't even want to see it. Like even when yeah, people were t- people were telling me, "Oh yeah, Taylor got caught," I said, I'm, "I don't want to see Taylor. I mean, Taylor, I mean Crawford fight this guy. One, I think Crawford's going to beat him, and it won't be too hard for him. And two, I've been trying to see Crawford fight the real welterweights such as Spence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I've never entertained this fight at all. Obviously, if it happens, I will watch it because I'm a fan of boxing. Mm. But it's never been one of my fights I'm that gag- gagging to see. I don't think it's it's as competitive as Crawford Spence. I've always felt that." And now yeah. off the back of this fight, I definitely feel like that. <laughs> Why I ask that is because a lot of people are saying, ah, oh, Taylor's washed, Taylor's whacked. Taylor's no, he's not this. washed. He's not washed. I, but this is the same thing. Boxing fans do this all the time. Every time someone good loses, yeah. they're finished, they're washed. Oh, they, Taylor's elite. <laughs> he's walked off. He's been doing it for time. Um, yeah. Joe, Joe, uh, Dubois lost. He's this and that. AJ yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah. this and that. Yeah, yeah. When Khan lost his first fight early on in his career, he's this yeah. and that already. They do it all the time. Um, when Anthony Yard lost, yep. this and that, he's, he's finished. So let's not pretend. T- Taylor Taylor was the man. He was the man. Maybe all those reasons that we said, maybe he took his after ball, maybe he couldn't make break. Yep. Maybe that all played a factor into this. But yeah, I'm thinking he, they need to run it back. I don't care about moving up. <laughs> I, I, for me, have to. So yeah, I've also feel like, for me, Taylor, if you really want to be taken seriously as a what weight and before you go there, You've got to exercise these Jack Catterall demons. But at the same time, I know exactly why he wouldn't do it. What, why should this? Catterall's got his number. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He knows. I think he knows it now. Way too risky. Um, the money is already falling away. If you see the way these other 147 pounds are talking. Oh, they're cooking him. Crawford said, <laughs> I told you, look, don't, don't compare these guys to me. I'm different. 
And we know we, we know he's, he's talking about that. Tiafimo now has come up and <laughs> put the what the, the, the plates and the, the food symbol thingy. And Tiafimo's not even at 147, he's at 140. He's cooking it. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why Tiafimo is talking first of all, because <laughs> the same thing happened to you, bro. But go off. <laughs> but all these uh, after that performance, do you think the other 147 pounders would care too much about him? They won't they won't care yeah. about him. Initially, I thought I thought he'd win this fight, and I wasn't clamoring for the Crawford fight because I want to see how he looks at one forty-seven. I want him to fight a few people. Yeah, before. I don't want to jump straight. Yeah, yeah. If he fought a few people, looked good, then I'll maybe be more eager for the Crawford fight. But it didn't appeal to me initially. But if that's what they want to go do, yeah, I always thought Crawford would win anyway. Yeah, Taylor's cold, man. I've been saying he is Taylor's cold. cold. He is cold. He is sick. People talking about him being one of the pound for pound. He's in the top three. He's one of the best British boxers. It's, People are saying this. He's in the history books. I mean, he's in the, an elite, elite core core group of like six undisputed champions we've had. <laughs> however many it's been in like the last, in the four, belt, four belt era. <laughs> and now <laughs> he's just been washed. I'm always mad. Shall I tell you why I'm laughing, bro? Because I told bad people <laughs> to tune into this fight. I said, you lot don't even know about Josh Taylor. This guy's the best fighter in Britain. I get, I said, this guy is elite, world level. So obviously, obviously, they've tuned in and watched it. They said, they said, come man, you gas this guy up, you know. He's all like, <laughs> I said, oh, damn, Josh, you've embarrassed me. <laughs> oh. It was embarrassing. Like, people asked me, what should I bet on? I was like, look, this, this is going to two two ways. Taylor's going to watch this dude, or he's going to be a close fight, and Taylor wins. <laughs> like, that's, that's the best he can hope for. Yeah. Boy, but nah, yeah. Josh I, Taylor is still an elite fighter and he isn't finished by any means. But no. He just had a very, very off night and maybe Jack Carroll has his number. Maybe Jack, <laughs> maybe, maybe Jack Carroll does have his number and he's not going to rematch him. He's running to 147. He said it. He said, I'm done with 140. That's me done. Don't forget, this, this is a mandatory field so he's got nothing to do. Nothing left. Yeah. You've got, you've got to realise as well, like we say, Cattle's been waiting for this moment. He's been sitting on this for two, two years. Two years, brother. He, he, now, he, stepped, he stepped aside. Now, Deepu, you've got two years where you know your opponent. You know who you're fighting. Yeah. yeah. That's two years where you're studying, downloading data. Two yeah. years of your life focused on one man. Mm-hmm. Josh Taylor's... No one, none of Josh Taylor's opponents have had this long to study him or this much focus on him. Yeah. They've been doing their own thing and they're fighting him. They haven't had time to learn everything about him and study him and, and, and train for him. So he's, he's been fighting pro grade. He was just like, this is a good fight. I'll fight him. I'll focus on myself, probably. He was saying at the time. Yeah. And he's been doing that. Taylor's also been focusing on collecting these belts and doing his own thing. He's probably not even watched, kept an eye on Carroll too much. I know he gave mm. him a lot of credit, said he's a good fighter, but he's better. Yeah. It's the same with like when Belly was saying, I've been studying you, hey, for years. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're about. Yeah. He's, <laughs> my man broke down every single hey weakness. <laughs> Whoa. Carroll's been in the lab. It yeah, he has, he has. I'm, yeah. I'm going to beat you. And yeah. you have two years to do that. Yeah. He turned up. He turned he up. He and turned that's, the that's hell why, up. That's why I'm saying he probably got his number. Mm. <laughs> he probably, does. I know you better than you know yourself, Josh, because I've yeah. been studying you. Good point, and good I'm, point. Yeah, and I didn't like the comments after the fight from Taylor's camp. Ben Davison stunk up. Boy, he's, he's getting killed. He is Bro, getting killed. He it. They call him bo- boxer size Ben. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> that's what they call him, bro. Brother, they call they, they, they call him boxer size Ben. They said he's ruined Taylor. 
they're saying that you know he's overrated this that he, he doesn't hit like obviously he, he hasn't inherited these fighters he's just taken them off and yeah and just throw them with head. like he overanalyzes stuff he's not that he's not that clever they're laying into him they're finishing him bro people were spitting like ah oh, he's now put three top class fighters in for their worst performances of their career boy <laughs> Tyson boy. Fury versus one in where he was super lean yep. drained his father was fuming about that performance yep got beat oh, I was about to say got beaten pillar to points but he didn't he, 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 he came back but yeah, yeah he went, he went, he went from hell high water Billy Joe Saunders yep. against um, what's the guy where he looked terrible right before the Canelo fight um, Martin Murray no? no no before that Oh, before Murray, um, you uh, it before you fought like some European dudes, Seferi, Sefer, Sefer, no, oh, um, I can't remember his name, um, let me, let me but yeah, it, it was a stinker. <laughs> the Martin, Mar- I, re- I remember watching it, it was like, yo, and people that's where people was like, Canelo, don't waste your time with this guy, this guy's not doing anything to, to Canelo. Um, like it was a really bad night, he just didn't look good or impressive. Was it, was it a Sufi? It might have been that. Where, where was that? Before, okay, so before Murray, it was on the uh, there was there was Coseres, the Argentinian on the Logan Paul care side undercard, and then before that there was a guy called Isufi. Um, okay, yeah, that's, that's why I, I don't. Okay, Isufi is where he won the W. Where he won the WBO super middleweight title. Yeah, it's not that one then. It's, it's okay, the, so yeah, I, I think you took wait, and then there was Coseres, which was Argentinian. It was a, yeah, it was the he Logan knocked, Paul card. He knocked him out though, but in eleventh. But I remember the performance was poor. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was that one. Stinker. And yeah, obviously this for Josh Taylor as well. So mm. it's, it's, it's not... It's, it's not hey, I mean, the, we've, heard, we've heard from a boxing coach yourself that this guy just picks up people. He, just pick, he doesn't inherit fighters. He just he just picks up ready-made fighters and then tries to have his way with them. Oh, hey, Ben... Da- I've said before, I like Ben Davidson. I do, you know, I do think he's got boxing brain, but yeah, the lights are on you, bro. <laughs> We're preying you now. He's definitely passionate about boxing. Yeah, um, definitely that. But I didn't like the comments where my man said, "Oh, you need a knockout." He was telling, he was telling Taylor yeah, you're down. Yeah. He told mm-hmm. him in the last round, "You need a knockout." And afterwards, he was like, "No, nah, I think we won." Now, yeah. be honest, bro. Be honest. You don't think we won? You know, you know, he's, you lost. he's never gonna be honest, though. Never gonna be honest. People are getting onto Josh because obviously Josh Taylor was bullish that he won it. He brought. He said, "Oh yeah, you know, I won the second. He said the first half of the fight, I started slow, but I picked up some rounds, and then the second half of the fight, he dominated, etc." So he was mad bullish about he won. So people obviously get onto him saying, you're such a liar, you know you lost. To be honest, as a fighter, you're in the fight, in it? In terms of you're in the ring. I feel like it's when you take a step back and watch the replay, when you can then, you know, be cognizant whether you won or lost. So I'm not going to really get, get on to Josh Taylor. He's going to feel confident as he probably would do. He's at home and his hand was raised in the end. So, boy, um, he's a mad confident guy. He's, he's going to be confident in his abilities, but for me, look, the, the flak has to go on, obviously, for judges and whatnot. That's it. That's simple. It's them. They've ruined it for Jack Catterall. Um, I really hope Jack Catterall is able to bounce back from this. Hard, man. Hard it's, it's so hard. And we've seen a lot of fighters. We've seen this We've seen this happen to bare fighters where they get shafted like this and they go off the ball completely. Because deeper, from a, from, from a motivational standpoint, it's hard. How do you get yourself back in the gym? How? After how, how, I, I how don't do you wake up and go. I'm going to the gym. Especially after after, 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 after you've been jerked like that. The sport that's paying your bills and whatnot doesn't doesn't rate you. 
has done that to you. You've motivated yourself for two years, studying this guy, getting into shape, etc. You've won, you've beat him up, and then, yeah, three guys take it away from you. How, you know, I, I don't blame him if he completely goes off the board. I really hope he doesn't, though, because clearly he's a talented guy. Really, oh, really amazing boxer. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Massive, now. massive fan. And I want him now to take over the division because obviously if Josh Taylor goes up and relinquishes, which he should do, I hope, obviously, he gets another opportunity. In fact, I don't want him to have to go through, you know, you know the proving rounds and have to, you know, go through different ranking fights and whatnot. He, d- he deserves... His next fight should be a world title fight for one of the belts yeah. if Josh Taylor relinquishes. He hasn't got to do no eliminators in that. Uh-uh. Make, set that up. Make him fight because he's... They, they have to, man. They have to. They have to do right he, by him. He deserves it. Yeah, Luckily, man. He's, he's still young. He's, what, 28? 27, 28, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I hope he bounces back, but it's tough. Like, you're looking at it. I felt done with the sport. Yeah. Casual fans are done with the sport. Yep. Everyone in the sky... That Ben Shalom was fuming. Brother, the outrage was mad. I, have, I don't think I've seen it this bad. I, I, the timeline, all I saw was outrage. Every, from, from boxing fans to actual boxers to journalists to etc. Everyone was outraged. It was mass outrage. And then you Apart see the comments from... He's like, Dan Raphael. <laughs> this guy, man. But yeah. He's an off one that every score. I don't, I don't me and him watch different fights. I mean, because every scorecard I disagree with him, he's, he's, he's crazy. Um, but yeah, man, from when Ben Shalom is saying that he's angry and embarrassed because he obviously he's promoting this event and he couldn't believe it, Adam Smith couldn't hide his outrage. Carl Frampton was, was lit like everyone, mass outrage. And usually it's about 50 50, like you know, you went when it's like a, a robbery or a close to this decision, there will still be people you know fighting and saying that, oh, nah. It wasn't a robbery, it was a close fight or blah, blah. But this was 95% all outrage. So, yeah, that's how you know how bad it was. And this happens too regularly now. Um, too regularly, bro. What needs to change? Two, two weeks ago, we talked about the um, Danny Jacobs fight. Yeah. yeah. Which was a robbery as well. Yep. And that card was full of controversial results. Yeah. We've talked about what needs to change and all this before. To judge it yeah, needs true. to be yeah. more objective. They, they need to... Like obviously, like, so when you say you mean like obviously like judges even I guess almost SIS, <laughs> almost like back in school you know point example explain why did you score this round for blah blah almost, everyone all, needs to know the rules of of judging everyone needs to be able to go follow one rule book yeah well yeah so anyone can judge yeah. almost well, yeah. not anyone but anyone can say this is why this round is this person everyone's unanimous based on whatever criteria there needs to be. And it's, it's that simple. Or you you have, like, I think you said before, have judges for the judges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I wasn't joking when I said that as well. Facts. They, they, they all yeah. need to, yeah, facts. So it's, it's cross-reference or, or yeah. peer-assessed. Peer like, yeah. people like, no, absolutely not that, that round. Off, this, like, that. like off, Ofsted kind of thing. <laughs> and if, if a certain judge isn't doing that, like, get rid of Adelaide Bird. She shouldn't be working. <laughs> Obviously, I don't think she works anymore, but you know what I mean? Like, if they're peer-assessed and... Why well, Adelaide Bird? She can't yes. still be. She can't. She can't. Surely not. <laughs> they all. They all still like. This ain't the first time. Was it um, Victor Laughlin's done a, a man? Yeah, yeah. he's he's he, a he's a mad thing. Victor Laughlin. He's done a couple of dodgy cards. Yeah. In the first time. Yeah. Been doing that. So I don't know. The, the judging needs to change drastically. It needs drastically. a complete overhaul. They're ru- um, they, look. They're ruining livelihoods, man. Yeah. I take that Teddy Atlas clip is one of the best clips ever, boxing wise. Because it's, it's, not new. 
And that's the thing. It's it's not recent. It's old. What what fight was that for again? I'll tell you that this one. Was it the f- I can't even can't even remember. Was it Fury Wilder? Nah, it was before, oh. before that. Oh, okay. Was, um I can't even remember. Yeah, but yeah, yeah regardless, it's, it's still it's old and it's still relevant, still damn relevant today. You know why I can't scary. remember? It's because I I, I watched that clip regularly. I've got to associate with so many fights. Yes, yeah. and he switches regularly. He switched after the yeah. Uh, today, that's his jokes. Canelo <laughs> um, Golovkin fights. He was fuming. Yeah, yeah. Was, he's 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 always vocal about bad yeah. bad scoring. Yeah, I just stand there every week in boxing. Yeah, man, it's it's coming too much, and I keep saying that I don't blame people, casuals who say I'm not watching boxing again. It's a joke thing. Except I don't blame you. I really don't blame you, honestly, because it's coming too right. now. They're right. Yeah, fully. This is a joke. I, I almost feel like a bozo for still staying by the sport. Sometimes I can't help it, but sometimes I feel like to myself, why do I even put up with this? Because it's way too regular. We keep seeing it. And wherever it happens, it's going to discourage fighters or people coming, you know. It's, but uh, I'm done. <laughs> it's it's too was, jarring. It's too jarring. I was, I, was, I, was, I was in a place where I was like, I can't even be asked to do the pod. I can't be asked to watch this fight. Ban boxing, get rid of boxing. I was on my ban boxing vibe. But again, hey, like, it's, it's, a joke, it's a joke sport. It's a yeah. joke sport. How can someone... You teach people hard work will get you results. Hard work, go out and do it, and you you you'll get your fair dues. Yeah, and you just go and rob someone like that. Like I saw the picture the picture of him with the towel over his head, like slumped in his changing room afterwards. Carol. Yeah. Obviously crying. Obviously distraught. Like he's worked so hard. He might be working so hard for two years for something. Oh my you, gosh! You do it. You do it. And someone it, says, "Nah, nah." Oh my <laughs> gosh! It's nasty. It's a nasty, nasty, nasty sport. Sometimes, man. Painful, so man. so nasty. Um, sickening, man. I feel so so. I really hope he bounces back. Um, I don't know if they're going to appeal or whatnot. It probably won't. Probably won't amount to nothing. So is what it is, man. Um, I need some yeah. justice for him, man. I can't lie. I need- yeah, I, I I need something, man. Give me something. I'm, I need is to that, leave here with something. <laughs> is that the worst worst robbery you, we've see, you've seen? Well, re- um, ever. Boy, yeah. It's like ever. Yeah, it's up there. I, I, I'm not going to jump and say ever now. Obviously, this is recent. Yeah, this, this is recently, um, recent, so I don't know. Um, what other really bad ones have I seen? Like, bad ones. I feel like the, the magnitude of this is, is what makes it... Because it was Cause, cause undisputed. undisputed, yeah. yeah. Because um, it was like an underdog as well. Yeah. Main event, it makes it... Like, for me, the Vasquez-Witson one was worse. Because yeah, that was shocking. That was shocking. Witson and went around. Yeah. He lost 12 rounds. And <laughs> yeah. Um, like there's there's different examples. There's like examples of bad scoring, like yeah. bad scoring. Um, Moeva Canelo. Yeah, CJ Ross. Uh, where she gave CJ Ross it. went. Wait, was it a? Wasn't there a card where she gave it to Canelo? <laughs> she gave it a draw. Oh, was it a draw? She gave. Okay, she gave okay. it a draw, which is which is bad enough because yeah, that Canelo was bad in itself. Because Canelo, Canelo won like what two? Like, what one? Could you even give Canelo two a round? <laughs> two <laughs> rounds max. Maybe two rounds max. Yeah. And that's what I knew they were they were lost. Um, like you, the thing is, it happens at all levels. You even have it in like the Olympics, where Mayweather got shagged in the Olympics. Um, yep, yep. Did Roy Jones Jr. get shagged in the Olympics as well? I think Roy Jones did. Yeah, yeah. It happens. It happens all the time. Yeah. Like, I was I was trying to think bad robberies. You've seen we've seen so many that it's it's hard to even. 
And you expect so many as well. Like, how many times have we been watching the fires? They're going to rob this person. Brother, I, we called, I called this one before. Even As soon as the bell went, I said, that's my robbery. It's going to happen. We're going to say, uh, they're going to rob this brother. It happens so frequently. Sad, man. Sad, sad. Boxing needs to fix up and change because if not, the reputation is going to continue to be in the mud. I'm sorry. It's going to be so bad in the mud. Do you remember what's it called? Is it Andrew Maloney? Um, yeah, or, against um, Josh, yeah, against um, what? That's um, Maloney against um, a Latina brother. I, I know what fight went about. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what was his name? Uh, but my man won the rematch though. They, they, they ran it back, and the other guy. That was a horrible robbery. Um, yeah. I can't even remember if it was Andrew Maloney or Josh Maloney. It was. It was. It was I think it was Josh. I think. Well, let me check. Uh... Actually, no. It was it was Andrew Maloney versus Joshua Franco. <laughs> Franco, that's yeah. the one. Franco Maloney, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Franco Maloney, where they stopped the fight because... Of, of, of yeah. And the, the, no, the video thing was... Basically, yeah, they stopped the fight and I think they said it was from a clash of heads or something or, or whatever, but it wasn't. It was, it was from a punch and all they had to do was check the video replay and they did, they, well, checked, did it. check it. they checked it bare times. And for, we could see it was clear that it was from a punch. But they, they, I think they checked it and they said it was inconclusive or whatever. And they, they basically was, they, they had no contest or whatever. And I was like, but we can clearly see it was from a punch. So you haven't even followed the rules here. Like, what's going on here? That was That whole thing was mad. That whole thing was mad. Bro, there's been so many. Emmanuel Augustus, how many times did he get shanked? Yeah. And maybe that's partly on himself because he always used to... Yeah, but, his, yeah, but he, he was moving mad though. <laughs> but he was winning those fights. He, he was better than them and he'd be winning those fights because he's... Yeah. Uh, to be fair, it must be hard to score what he, he does in the ring. But yeah. He, he would get shanked. Uh, I know this, most of the time there's... Brother, we, fights brother, we can be here all day in terms of like just like fighters and like, dodgy I'm results and shit. <laughs> Yeah, man, it is what it is. Don't, don't, it's, just, it's annoying, man. It's just, it just sucks. And I, I hope some form of justice are formed for is, um, is there for Jack Carroll. Either, you know, he gets an instant title shot again. I, I really hope to see this kid champion. He deserves it. And it's brutal, the sport, man. It's brutal. What, what that, that result, such, such a brutal thing because he has to drag himself back up now. And that's gonna be so hard for him to do, boy. And if he if he is able to do that, then boy, this this guy's got the minerals. He's got the raw minerals for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just thinking about Robinson Conquesal. <laughs> yep. What's what's about? Is it, it's not the same type of robbery in boxing. They've no, robbery in so many different ways. Yeah. So many. That's why it's hard to say which was the worst. This that was a bad man. This is what is dead. You yeah. had a drug. Somebody busted for drugs, getting in the ring, and then you went and robbed. Oh. Yeah, man, it's nasty, man. It's shocking. It's painful. Like, <clears throat> yeah, we can sit and discuss robberies we've seen over the years for time. Yeah, man. Um, it's yeah. heartbreaking. Boy, I really feel for Jack Harrell, man. Heartbreaking stuff. Um, I'm vouching for him now. After yeah, Carl Frampton. Like, Carl Frampton was like, he's, he's the best person inspiring he's ever seen. I was like, you yeah. know what? Yeah. I'm going to be following his his career now proper and I really hope that he bounces back and he you know does the thing and boy I, I want I want him to see Josh Taylor again but I know Josh Taylor would, would, would no, avoid that fight forever 
It's me. You got you got a new bro, bro. <laughs> That's such a funny quote, man. George Campos is so funny for saying that. I said, he's got to move up. I said, get out of here, man. Listen. <laughs> believe it, you got to move up. <laughs> oh. um, a, quick, a quick note on the card itself, though. Um, like it, obviously, the main event Terrible. was good. But yeah, um, Boxer and Sky need to work this. You know, Obviously, obviously it's, it's a fresh partnership in it so they're still working things out in that but again you can obviously we criticize the quality of the card last time same thing again this time the quality of the card was was bad man they need to um yeah obviously i know it's a work in progress and it is a new kind of partnership and a new venture so sometimes these things take time but um yeah they've got the main events patterned they need to now just you know, flesh out the rest of the undercard to make a good show all around and then yeah they'll, 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 be, they'll be onto something that's a winner but yeah, the, the undercard wasn't the best either, to be honest. Again, so um, yeah, they, they, need to, they need to work on that for sure. Um, I think the next the next card looks decent. Um, React pause on it. Um, is, that, is, that, is that the Savannah Marshall one that's coming up in like two weeks? Is that the next one? Oh, yeah, I didn't even know that was the next one. Yeah, yeah, she's she's fighting. Hang on, I'll put it here. I think I, I, I don't know if that's a good one. But I know they announced a React for where it's, um, it looks like a good card. So yeah, I, I think that one might be decent. All right, okay. But this one, well, we'll, we'll discuss it when the time comes around. Yeah, that looks like a good card. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Um, shout out to Jack Carroll once again, man, and Josh Taylor, man. You're a lucky, lucky boy. That's all I'm gonna say. I still like you, Josh. I still think you're a sick boxer, but you lost. You lost yesterday. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. Um, yeah, just quickly. Um, I guess before we round up, um, a couple seen a couple of dates been announced and whatnot. Obviously, you mentioned earlier that Canelo, um, obviously that's locked in now with Bivol. I think seventh of May. I think it is around that time. You know, they usually yeah. have to go Cinco de Mayo. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. all locked in. And then yeah, it's Triple G next. And then I think potentially there might be a, another Triple G fight again. It might be there might be two Triple G fights apparently. So no, it's, it's, no, it's not two Triple Gs. Don't say that. It's not. <laughs> I think. I think <laughs> I think I heard Hearn's interview said interview said something about there's a potential of another one after. Yeah, it's not with Triple G. It's for someone someone else. He didn't say that. He he said Triple G. No, he didn't. I'm not hearing that. Oh, wow. What I heard him say was that they're going to do a potential third fight with maybe Makabu or John Ryder. That's what I heard him say. And I swear there's nothing he said. He mentioned those two and he said Triple G. Impossible. Impossible. If there's money, they'll do it. If, if there's money, they'll do it. To be fair, you know, they, if, if Triple G wins, they, they will do a fourth. Yeah. And if it's, you know, they're going to make it a draw. <laughs> if, it's clo- say, if it's close, they'll say, look, it's money. So money will talk regardless. Um, How can they try to sell that to people? <laughs> people will buy it. People will get it. But yeah, because for those, obviously, for Canelo fights, there's the whole hoo-ha over the fact that, obviously, I think we, we broke it a time ago. But, you know, there's own, they said they might move to a PPV pay-per-view model. That's confirmed now. I think it's sixty pounds for, something like fifty pounds for subscribers who you know subscribed already, and sixty pounds for like new people or whatever. But yeah, for certain fights, for certain fights of a certain magnitude, the zone will put on pay per view shows, which obviously yeah, that's got I guess all the ops talking. Um, you know, Steven Espinosa and all those other guys working at PBC, they're saying, oh, but I thought you, I thought you said pay per view was dead. 
etc 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 um but i think eddie's always maintained that he didn't say pay-per-view itself was dead what he said was pay-per-view at the price point what the the price point of 100 pounds or 150 pounds a pop is dead which is true so that's what Hearn, i guess fired back on yeah it, it is a u-turn from the zone because the whole selling point at first was yes. no pay-per-view or yeah. whatnot yeah but then I think Stephen Espinosa was trying to use chop up clips of Eddie Hearn talking yeah. saying pay per view is dead, which he did say, but there was context. Like Always said. context. The context was the price point that was yeah. the issue. Yeah, in its current form in the US, which yeah. is the like we said or the pod, the stepped on pay per views. They'd be they'd be slagging. <laughs> the key, the key, the key firm in Barrios pay per views for hundred pounds, hundred dollars. Yeah, that, that pay per view. Yeah. Like they, they rolled out three pay per views in like in, in as many in, months. In, yeah, yeah. Poor. Stepped on. Like Canelo's a pay per view star. Like yes, that makes sense. Like if they're getting away with it, that's what he's only made a U turn. It's fair. It's fair enough to say, but yeah, misquoting Eddie Hearn is is yeah isn't correct as such. But it is a yeah. U turn, and yeah. I'm too happy with it. But I, I see it makes sense. Yeah. For, for for certain stars of magnitude, it it it's a no brainer, isn't it? It kind of is. So yeah, yeah. And Canelo is that guy. Canelo and AJ are those guys. Simple. Yeah. And deep it like it's a pandemic. Obviously, things have changed yeah. <laughs> at this time. So yeah. yeah, that's why you're doing pay per views for Barrios and Furman. Boy, yeah. PBC better watch out, man. It seems like they're struggling over there, man. Because <laughs> Espinosa, obviously, because it turns out that the does uh, the PBC's offer to Canelo was actually larger than Hearns? It's larger than the zones. Apparently, the zones was only 75, whilst PBC's was 100. That's what Espinosa was saying. He said that he said theirs was, was a much larger, larger bag. Um, okay. I quite, yeah, that's yeah. His interview was like, yeah, ours was more, ours was more. So I watched his interview, he said, yeah, ours was, was larger than those guys, but. We don't blame him for going. Obviously, he said this, he said the door's still open if he wants to, you know, do business with us in the future. We're here for it. But yeah, he went ahead and went for, I guess he, he kind of said a little dig, but at the same time, once again, the Bivol fight is more of a legacy fight for Canelo. And obviously, he's got like a relationship with Eddie Hearn, so it makes sense. But he did say the door's still open for Canelo to come back and do business with them if he feels like it. Um, but yeah, I don't, it, believe, him. I, I don't believe it was more, 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 but. It, it, but he, he's 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 going to say that, isn't he? he's going to say that. So, yeah, it's what is. He's he's not too happy, but it is what it is, isn't it? Um, yeah, everyone was scrambling for Canelo and Hearn to this thing, man. He's got he's got two cash cows now. Um, yeah, uh, Dylan White, Tyson Fury. So, date and venue's been announced. So we can officially say it is on twenty <laughs> third of April, Wembley Stadium. Which was big, 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 big things for Dylan White, big things for Tyson Fury. Um, yeah, man, that's 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 gonna be a um very interesting fight. So we look forward to previewing that when the time comes. <laughs> um I think those are all, I guess, the main dates have sort of been announced or fights. Um don't know if I'm missing any, but I think those are the main two in it. Canelo and um, Tyson Fury didn't. So yeah, still no news on sort of Ace AJ Usyk yet, but I'm assuming that's in the works at some point. They're negotiating that one now. Now that Dylan White and Fury is definitely locked in. Um, yeah, I guess before we wrap up, I don't know if you want to quickly talk about the little Twitter back and forth between Andre Ward and 
Triple G slash Carl Froch, or <laughs> you can, can mention it. Um, yeah, what do you want to say about it? Um, well, I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, Ward spoke facts. Obviously, a lot of people were saying that Triple G spoke facts, but from what I know, they ducked Ward. So, boy, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's mean, a he it's a he say she say thing. Yeah, it's they said, oh yeah, you made an offer while I had a fight, which is GGG said he, he had agreed the fight with Lemieux when yeah, um, Ward made yeah, his point. offer. But yeah, you could that offer could still be on the table. You could you could go next. <laughs> you could get through your fight and yeah, agree to negotiate again. Yeah, Ward didn't just come out the blue and say, oh, I want to fight Golovkin. It was your side who called him out. Yeah, I, for the fact that Golovkin's been at one sixty his whole career. I'm seeing people. I'm seeing people saying, "Oh yeah," but they're different weight classes. But the same, the same people saying this need to realize that Canelo was the smaller man for Golovkin. Yep. yep. And now you're calling for him to move up to this weight to fight this person, move down to this weight to fight this person. But yep. Golovkin can't move up to 168 or to 175. They could. <laughs> they're talking about catch weight. Ah, oh, they should have done it at catch weight. Yeah. Move up, bro. You're chilling at the same weight class while your age mates are moving up and down. <laughs> Yeah, Froch was all of any ward slander. Froch will jump in regardless. He's looking to involve himself immediately. And you know, still uh, better. Ward, ward slapped up his receipts. Yep, I had a few receipts of my own. I yeah, <laughs> Froch is still Froch will forever be bitter, man. Just let it go, man. It is what it is. Um, watch out of his own mouth. Said, Oh, yeah, he probably beat me again. Yeah. <laughs> Ward, Andre Ward is very, very good. Very, very good. Yeah. yeah. But you're acting like he ducks you when he already smoked you with one hand. Yeah. What yeah. what kills me as well, Triple G's tweet was obviously we know Triple G didn't write that because that nigga can't speak English. So <laughs> it was obviously Tom Loeffler. You see Tom Loeffler then quote tweeted that, yep, all true. <laughs> so brother, why are you talking to yourself, bro? <laughs> I, I saw someone post the gift of that is so funny also before we round up obviously quickly Benavides is there saying oh yeah I knew I knew Canelo he said yeah I knew Canelo wouldn't fight me he's not interested in he's not interested in fighting tough fighters or hard fights anymore he's he's done that already now he's just looking for the bag and, and whatnot. that's why but I knew he was never going to fight me Come on, David Benavides. About he's not interested in fighting tough fights. Come on, man. These guys are hilarious, man. They all feel like they deserve it, but they don't deserve nothing. But yeah, this was. <laughs> like, this is what's annoying me. David Benavides is good. He's yeah, good. Great. But he's good he's not, pro- he's not He's not proven at any super level. He's not for anyone who's super competitive. He's not been in any fight where I was like, oh, this is going to be a good fight. Yeah. Not, not one of, he's not had one of those. And now I think he's the Americans. Next big p- person they're backing. They're hyping him more than he is. Let him prove it's, it's, it. it's him and him and Charlo. They've been backing Charlo to beat Canelo for time. Well, no, yeah, yeah. They've been backing Charlo to beat Canelo for time, but now they're jumping on because Charlo doesn't really fight these days. They're jumping on Benavides to do it. Charlo's been champion for what, like five years? He hasn't unified <laughs> once. Has it even? Has it even contemplated unifying? Charlo. You've been me for time. Yeah, he has been. <laughs> it must for be like five, six years. For time, bro. For time. Everyone else is still holding their belts. The belts are still chilling there. You haven't even got off the couch and said, oh, yeah, let me... you're still doing tune-up fight, tune-up fight, tune-up fight. I don't know what for. I don't know what for. Have a tune-up fight after tune-up fight. Man. Yeah. 
the Charlos are older than Canelo. <laughs> the Charlos are older than Canelo. It's been episode 79 of the Chat Season Podcast. I'll be your boy, Cam. I'll be your boy, Flows. And make sure you check us out on the streaming platforms. Please keep it locked. Peace.